Hello everyone, I'm here recording on vacation. It is 4.08 p.m. and the location that I'm in. Um, how is everyone doing? I hope you guys are doing very, very well. I just wanna record this Prince Harry episode while I'm away because I was like, I'm flying back to the States tomorrow and I just don't really anticipate carving out the time when I'm back in the States. Um, so up top, of course, I will go ahead and say thank you so much for listening. I had a, you know, very message directed at one person <laughs> that I broadcast to everyone at the beginning of, or sorry, towards the end of last week's episode because somebody left a comment that I will never understand at any point ever. So please um, feel free to message me if you know what that person meant because <laughs> I feel that somebody was like informing me that I'm not black, which is funny because I am. Um, so naturally I have to come, I had to address that person, um, because they left a public comment that has, to me is inflammatory. It just doesn't make any sense at all. I want criticism to be fair. And if I'm, if I feel that I'm being accused of being a bigot of another race, that's not exactly fair. And I am a hothead. Um, but, and I probably have a thin skin. I just don't want to acknowledge that. <laughs> um, but I feel that I don't have the thinnest of skins because I do stand up comedy. And when you do stand up, you are going to bomb. And one of the things that I hate the most is bombing in front of my friends bombing in front of people who love and respect you or they used to before they saw you bomb and make an ass out of yourself. So I don't really have much of an issue with bombing in front of strangers, but when it's your friends, it hits you to the core. When your friend puts you on their show because they trust that you are gonna do a good job, then you show up overconfident and they have to pull you off the stage. <laughs> I mean, you, it humbles you. And it, I guess, like I said, it means my skin must be somewhat thick, but, um, but yeah, I just want criticism to be fair. And I think like when it comes to stand up, nobody's, everyone is never gonna like what I have to say. There's no reason for that. That's just not how art works and that's not just and that's not how comedy works. But I just want criticism to be fair. <laughs> I have a lot more I was gonna say a lot more about stand up, but I'll ration that out, I guess. Um sometimes whenever I feel like bringing that up because it is something that I have a lot to say about. Um and I want to take a different angle. That's my goal always. Um, but as far as talking about Prince Harry, um, I want to be d discussing what I think is wrong with him. 
or sorry, I want to discuss that I do think something is wrong with him. Whereas I'm not seeing that many people say it. Like people are like somewhat hyper focused on his bombshells in the book instead of talking about there has to be something wrong with somebody who is dropping all of these bombs. And so I want to get into that and give my two cents on this whole circus, as Bethany Frankel called it. Um, but before I do that, I just want to say, sometimes I listen back to my, my episodes and I am like, I am pretty convinced that before I speak about Prince Harry's disorder, can we talk about mine? Because I switch words. I use the wrong words all the time and I switch them out and then I mispronounce and I do, it, it runs the gamut. And so do I have a disorder? And if I do, please tell me what that is so I can look into it so I can see if there's anything that could be done um, to reverse it a little bit or reduce the effects of it. I think one of the things that I that might be taking place when I record some episodes is that my brain is um, going faster than my mouth. That's the only thing I could come up with besides besides knowing or like feeling like I really, really have special needs. But um, I think sometimes for me to get like be flipping so many words, using the wrong word and then correcting like constantly, maybe my brain is kind of um, working a bit faster than my lips are moving. But I don't know. Just thank you for being patient, because goddamn, sometimes I, re I listen, I'm like, wait, what? And I don't think in my day-to-day -day it's that bad. I don't think so. Okay, so I am going to be talking about my 10 favorite stories that have come out on the blogs and the news outlets about Harry's book, Spare. But before I get into that, I feel that Spare really exonerates Meghan Markle as far as painting her as the villain. I think that Harry has now presented himself as a clown and an asshole, and which therefore makes Meghan look better just by default. Like she is not as corrupt as her husband. Um, so I feel that this book really helps Megan's image while it has permanently damaged Harry's image. So, Megan, you in danger, girl. Okay. Prince Harry is not okay. He clearly has not recovered since the passing of his mother. And I just feel that, well, I look at him as someone extremely mentally unstable. And also, clearly, extremely vengeful. So, Megan, you in danger. Like, y'all got to stay together. You can't divorce. Um, what was I going to say? I just, I'm not attracted to him because, like, there's just, like, there's too much um, baggage just coming from his pores. And... He did an interview, the ITV, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the super famous ITV interview. It was 
among his first round of interviews for this book, and he's there like the the host um, or the interviewer. He's not feeling hairy because he's kind of just like, what the hell is going on? And it's like, you just see, like, Harry has such a bad temper. And I'm like, okay. Harry has brought so much little dick energy, bad temper, inability to take accountability for anything, inability to move on, um, raging um, or deeply obsessed with being or deeply jealous of his brother feeling that he has been wronged and apologies are owed to him and he's just unwell and none of it's normal none of it's typical and okay all right so Megan bitch you in danger girl and I I no longer I feel that after finding out after we discover how crazy Harry is um, I feel like so many women or people, sorry, so many people are now going to look at Megan differently and be like, I don't want her life. I'm not jealous. I think so many, um, people looked at Megan and they were just jealous of someone who is stunning and extremely wealthy and has a husband who adores her. But after, after all this spare stuff came out, mm-mm. Would not want to trade places with Megan because I cannot get on top of that. I cannot be giving Harry any type of um, nothing, any type of cookie, um, any type of, you know, you know what I mean. We're grown. I'm just, I'm, I'm pausing because I'm like, how graphic do I want to get? I couldn't do it. I just couldn't, like, he's gross. He's so gross. I don't like a whining ass bitch who can't take responsibility for anything. Not my type. Okay. Um, Harry also talks about apparently that he had a very bad fight with Megan. Um, and so he started going to counseling after that. And... Something that was interesting I heard, I think somebody say on TV, I don't know, somebody said it somewhere. I must have seen a clip online. Yeah, and somebody was saying that if Harry claims that the media frenzy killed his mother, Princess Diana, why can't he see that he is creating that very same frenzy? Mike drop. That's such a good point. Such a good point. Oh my gosh. Um, and so Prince Harry, he wants the royals to apologize to his wife. And he also wants his family. And he wants a relationship with his dad and his brother. Prince Harry is the red-headed Kanye West. Kanye has entered the chat. Okay, I see so much Yeezy in Prince Harry. Just, you want to sit there, you want to talk shit, yet you want those people that you talk shit to be okay with you. It's so textbook, not okay, not mentally stable, very unwell. That's not what works. If I hit you in the face, 
I'm not expecting you to invite me to your party. I'm not expecting you to invite me to your house. But when someone is on some Kanye, Prince Harry shit, they want to literally spit in your face and then say, why didn't you buy me a birthday present? It's just, what are we doing? What are we doing? All right, so I'm going to start with, or I'm going to talk about my top 10 favorite stories to break from Prince Harry's book. <clears throat> I'm going to pause a bit. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to do a little less of a soundtrack that I do on all of my episodes. And I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to call myself out. Okay, number one, Prince Harry said that Prince William's baldness is, quote, alarming, and he no longer, and that Prince William no longer resembles Princess Diana. Um, hold on one second. So, because I feel that I'm not doing, um, I'm not doing this story any justice by not reading the actual excerpt from the book. I had no plans to do so, but when I just read my quote or the, that headline, I thought to myself, this is wrong. I don't want to rob y'all. Um, if any of you guys did not read this story, I feel that you should hear the direct quotes. Okay, so here we go. Um, Harry wrote, quote, about William. In some ways, he was my mirror. In some ways, he was my opposite. My beloved brother, my arch nemesis. How had that happened? Sorry, bear with me, y'all. Bear with me. Are y'all kidding me? <laughs> I literally pulled up a story and I was like, what is going on? Okay, all right, so here we go. So they had a heated fight and after, this is from Us Magazine, quote, after taking in Charles's plea, Harry, quote, looked at William, maybe for the first time since we were boys, and observed his alarming baldness. William's hair loss is advanced way more than his own. This is about Prince Harry. Um... Harry also suggested that the Duke of Cambridge's resemblance to their late mother, Princess Diana, was fading with time. Okay, sorry I botched my delivery, but forgive me. So when I heard this, I was in bed. I saw the headline, Prince Harry calls Prince William's baldness alarming in advance. His resemblance to mom Diana is fading. And I started laughing. And I laughed throughout the article that I just botched um, and was all over the place with. Okay, so first and foremost, there is a very big, very shiny, large, 
circle of scalp on the back of Prince Harry's head that you could land a helicopter on. It's that big. It is huge. It is massive. It is shiny. His shiny ass, pale ass, white slash pink skin. It's just shining through the big, huge, bald spot in the middle of his fucking head. Secondly, from the front of Harry's head, you see 100% scalp. So the strands that start at the top of his head, above, the, above his forehead, is pure scalp. It's pure scalp. Yeah, there's red strands, but it's pure scalp. And it has been rapid, progressive. Yes, Prince William has less hair, but Prince William also has lips. Something Prince Harry don't got at all. And Prince William is the better looking one and the taller one. I think Prince William is 6'5". And then in the docuseries... Harry's docuseries, Megan's mom said he said that he's 6'1". And honey, 6'1 ain't tall. I'm sorry. 6'1 is not short, but 6'1 ain't tall, bitch. So again, that's plus one for Prince William. At 6'5", has lips. Better looking, more charming, more well-liked. Um, Harry, you're a bald-ass bitch. I just... I mean, I know men, let me not bring gender into this, but how is it that you could be a bald ass motherfucker and you're calling calling another bald ass motherfucker bald? And on top of that, think about like the um the logic behind that too. You yourself are losing hair by the day and you have audacity to say that somebody else lost their hair, guess what your fate is? Your fate is being bald just like Prince William. Are you kidding me? Do you know that's how baldness works? Baldness doesn't stop, start and then just stop. You have a huge ass bald spot at the back of your motherfucking head. And all I see is scalp in the front. You are like pretending that you got hair when you ain't got no hair. It's all scalp, bitch. I, okay. And let's just say this is all true, that you think your brother's baldness is advanced and his resemblance to your mom is fading. Why are you saying this in a book? Why? You are so, so nasty. It's clear, like, I'm sorry, Prince William also has a bigger dick. It's, it's obvious to me, like, all this, you gotta attack the hair because clearly... Prince William is the superior sibling. All right. Number two, second story, which I thought was crazy. Prince Harry claims that William and Kate Middleton told him to wear the Nazi costume. Apparently, Prince William is two years old. He don't know where clothes are or how to put them properly on and then how to leave his house to go somewhere. How are you 20 years old and blaming two of your peers for a costume that you chose to wear? Even if 20 people, 80 people, 300 people said, Prince Harry, this, this is a great costume. This is what you should wear. 
You're trying to tell me at 20 years old, you don't know how to make your own decision? And Prince Harry knows that him wearing the Nazi costume is his biggest, most shameful controversy to date. So what does he do? He pulls his sister-in-law and his brother-in-law into the mix. And he places the blame on his sister, in-law and his brother because Prince Harry says that they were laughing and they told him to wear the costume. Bitch, you still didn't got to wear the costume and you also didn't got to put this in your book. <clears throat> Sorry. This man is, is he's just, he's so immature. Why this vendetta? It's, and then there's people who have a vendetta but they keep it to themselves. This book is now the number one best-selling non-fiction book of all time. <clears throat> Excuse me. If I'm not mistaken. I'm mistaken. Of all time. Prince Harry was paid $20 million for it. They had 400,000... Um, <clears throat> sorry. They had 400,000 pre-orders. They had to sell at least 1.7 million copies to make back the $20 million dollars. I don't know what the numbers are now, but I'm really surprised so many people I follow bought this MFing book. And I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm really shocked because I don't want anything to do with the book. And I'm really surprised at how many people I follow have been posting, you know, videos and photos of themselves with this damn book. <laughs> but a lot of them, granted, they are influencers and they have a following. So I think it was kind of mandatory, I guess. Um, number three, Prince Harry admits that watching Meghan Markle's suit sex scenes was a mistake. Prince Harry is deeply obsessed with Meghan Markle. So one of the people I follow in one of her stories, she um, played a clip of Prince Harry talking about having a conversation with Meghan. And it was very sweet. In the clip, he um, Prince Harry literally is saying, She's perfect. She's perfect. She's perfect. She's perfect. She's perfect. Like, that's, like, exactly what he said. Like, he is so, so obsessed with her. And it's sweet. But um, at the same time, I, I think it also puts so much pressure on their relationship. Like, he thinks Megan is Jesus. And it's like, are those feelings really going to persist? Are they long term? I mean, he seems very, very, very in love with her. But he's a nut. And it's like, I just, I feel like there's better for Megan. I do. I just, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm disgusted by him. Number four, Prince Harry calls Prince Williams his arch nemesis. I'm not going to call the only sibling I have my arch nemesis because I have more common sense than that. And I would never view my only sibling in that way. If I viewed my sibling as my arch nemesis, that says everything about me and nothing about them. Because Prince William would never call Prince Harry his arch nemesis. Prince Harry, Prince William is not that invested in all of this um, settling the score, battle to the, the death, who, who, whose dick is bigger contest that Prince Harry is. Just because Prince Harry is the quote unquote spare. Like Prince William is just out here just not being concerned, not viewing his sibling that way because it's unhealthy. I think Prince William is a lot more mentally sound than, than Prince Harry. Um, and so I was listening to this one podcast and one of the hosts said that Prince Harry said that Prince William is his arch nemesis. 
And the host like started laughing so hard. And it was just the best way to express like that Harry is batshit crazy. Like you are so, so far gone. To say that, to think that and to say that you are a nut, a total head case. Number five, Prince Harry claims that William physically attacked him over Meghan Markle in, oh, um, over Meghan Markle. So I should have actually um, put that in number three. So the day that it came out that Prince Harry attacked physically, sorry, Prince William physically attacked Prince Harry, pushing him to the ground, which made the dog dish break underneath Prince Harry's back and he got all these bruises and cuts under his back. I said, I stand. I have to stand Prince William. All of a sudden, Prince William looked sexy to me. Guess what? That's what I want to hear. I want to hear that Prince Harry's bitch ass was being treated like a motherfucking bitch. And I feel that so many of us we now really respect Prince William for putting hands on Prince Harry because Prince Harry, he obviously didn't get his ass kicked enough. If he did, he would have never come out, come out with this goddamn book. So it's like, I love that. I mean, if, if Prince Harry thought that like the public wasn't going to like or not respect William for that, no, I'm all in. I am all in. Now that I know that Prince William threw hands because his brother is a little bitch. And then he's such a little bitch that um, such a pussy. Prince William kept telling him to hit him. And I wish he let him. I wish he hit him because we already know Prince William would have just laid him out. Because um, Prince William is definitely bigger and more bulk on him than Prince Harry. So that was a I love that story and I'm thankful for, I'm thankful to the book for a few stories like that one. I'm glad. I want to know. I want to know that Prince William is out there going to fight his dumbass brother. That means that he is worthy to be king as far as I'm concerned. That means he ain't no pussy. Um number 6, Prince Harry says that he worries about William and Kate's kids becoming the spare. Prince Harry, you got two kids. Worry about your own kids because you are not mentally sound and you need to worry about how your kids are going to grow up um, in with all the snobby-ass kids that they're going to be surrounded with and knowing that you created such a dynamic that they can't even fuck with their goddamn family because of your damn dumbass. So you worry about your own kids. You're the one... <laughs> who has an issue with being the quote-unquote spare. Instead of being a th thankful and appreciative for all the luxury and wealth that you were born into and privilege, you just want to be whining and complaining like an ungrateful asshole. Worry about your own kids. Number seven, Prince Harry references his manhood. This is not a story. This was a headline. References his manhood more than 15 times in his best-selling new memoir, Spare memoir spare so um there's a story that made headlines prince harry said that he had a frostbitten penis at prince william and um and kate's wedding we needed to know this apparently apparently this is somewhere you know this is the winning this is on the bingo card this is a trivia question this should be taught in schools this is um 
our way of gaining entry into important um, opportunities and events. Like, we needed to know this, apparently. Um, what disorder does Harry have? I'm going out of sequence. <laughs> I mean, I did have something to drink, forgive me. What disorder does Harry have? Actually, I think I addressed this before. He is on some, he is some white, redhead Kanye West on some Kanye West shit. What disorder does he have? Why does this man have no filter? What is that? I Like, seriously, what is that condition? What is it? Because it's not normal. And you don't got to go there to sell copies of your book. I don't care what kind of advance you got on this book. You're Prince. You're one of the most famous people in history. It's gonna, it's gonna move copies. So you don't like what was like what? And I feel that maybe Prince Harry said that just to taint William's day, just to steal a little shine and spotlight from his arch nemesis. Number eight, Prince Harry says he held back on stories about Charles and William, and that his book was originally eight hundred pages. Give this man, Prince Harry, the Nobel, Pre the Nobel Peace Prize for holding back some of his stories and, and not getting them printed. Let's give him a fucking prize. Um, we don't care. You in the pages that you put out, that was enough damage. So we don't we don't fucking care. And do you understand, does Harry understand that if William wrote a book about him, maybe that book would be 3,000 pages and not 800? This is such lopsided, one-sided bullshit. Like, I would love for Prince William to write a book about Harry. I really, really would, but I wouldn't want William to stoop to that level. And one of the girls that I follow who read the book, she said that, Prince Harry doesn't say a single nice thing about his brother. Like, this man is so demented. He is so, so unwell. I can't fathom writing a lot about my sibling and not saying one nice thing about them. This is just such, such deep sickness. This is not normal. And, you know, we got the docuseries and then we got the book and, you know, hopefully it'll be like 10, 15 years before we hear from Prince Harry again. Please. Okay. Number nine, Prince Harry thought that his mom, Princess Diana, faked her own death until he was 23 years old. Again, I don't think Prince Harry knows how crazy that makes him look. Like, it's just, it's, I, it, I'm lost. I understand if you wanted to think that your mom faked her death, but if you actually thought it, then that's, I have to question. I really, really do have to question your faculties at that point. All right, number 10. Prince Harry claims that Charles told him there wasn't enough money for Megan. Um, I mean, it's always a great excuse when you say that there isn't enough money for something. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I care about that, but I do care about Prince Harry bringing that to the public to try to, uh, 
make his father look bad. Um, Prince Harry also said that Charles did not hug him after he told him that his mom died in a crash. That is very, very sad. Um, very, very sad. And again, I don't really think that the public needed to know that. And I question why, why Harry is so determined to, um, to defame and hurt his family, yet he says that they need to apologize and he wants a relationship with them. Okay. It's like, did he talk to Thomas Markle? Did Prince Harry really like go to Thomas Markle and say, how can I get my family to hate me? I just, I, I can't wrap my mind around it. Like family is supposed to be important to you, especially when you have one sibling and you lost your mom when you were young. All of this is, is really, really odd. It's like, I feel that Prince Harry is angry that he lost his mom and he's in a permanent state of anger. Permanent. Like, it's not going nowhere. It's like, um, I don't like P Pierce Morgan at all. He likes to target black people. And he really is way too obsessed with Meghan Markle. But Pierce Morgan posted a tweet that said... Um, I'm paraphrasing. I've never seen a more unhappy, quote, happy man in my life than Prince Harry who keeps whining and blah, blah, blah. And it's true. It's like Prince Harry don't act like someone who's happy. His temper is trash in interviews. He fucking has so much anger in his heart and so much ugliness in his heart and raging jealousy against his brother. Like, that's not what happiness is. Like, he's... I just... I don't know. And what's sad is we didn't need to know that Prince Harry was this unwell. Like, some people said that the palace and the royals, like, they kept such tight wraps on him and wouldn't let him speak to the public and all that. And they said, because look, look at what we get now that he's able to speak. They were like, they were actually protecting him by not allowing him to be... Um, you know, vocal and making statements and doing interviews and all that, having to be silent. They said they were actually protecting him. And I agree because once we see who he is, we see that he's trash. Um, and then I have two other things. Harry um, details Charles's unfunny joke about not being his real father. And, um, you know, Prince Charles is, a, or Jesus Christ, let me be. Accurate. King Charles is a piece of shit. So, you know, I'm not surprised by that. But according to Prince Harry, his mom slept with a redhead after, um, after Prince Harry was born. And, you know, I don't, I personally don't give a shit if Prince Harry is Prince Charles's biological son. I do know that it's wrong, though, for Prince Charles to make or King Charles to make a joke about that or jokes about that. Um, that is very, very wrong. And then a story came out today in Us Magazine saying that Queen Elizabeth likely would have taken some action against Harry for his memoir. And that's why he published it after she died. Um, there were reports, like I think a month, or so ago saying that Prince Harry really wanted to pull the plug on the book 
after he visited for Prince Philip's death. But I don't know if I believe that. So I'm just going to choose not to. Because um, even if that was the case, he still, Prince Harry still exposed all the hatred in his heart and all of his um, psychoses with this goddamn book by, by writing it, whether it came right or not. So he's still in that, he's still a head case. Um, let me see here. I think I might pause. Um, oh, lastly, so Prince Harry and Meghan, they did their docuseries because they wanted people to be on their side, fail. And then Prince Harry came out with this book because he wants people to be on his side, double fail. So I am heartbroken for Prince Harry and Meghan because this was all misguided. And they are being pawns and they are being used. These outlets, specifically the publishers, or not the publishers, sorry. Specifically whoever he was working with on this project. They just want, they just want to make their money. And I think it's important when you're selling anything to really think about who is going to make money off of what you're selling and why that is. And so you have to, it's kind of like what I said earlier about him feeding the frenzy. It's like, does he realize that interviewers talk to him for ratings and publishers work with him for sales and streaming services work with him for ad revenue so or subscription revenue? So he, I think he needs to do a better job of assessing what his value is and how that could be, how his image and likeness could be exploited. And he's, he's failing at that. He's failing. Um, because what they could do going forward, Harry and Meghan, is whatever projects they want to do, they are two of the most famous people in the world. Whatever projects they want to do, they can release them on their own. They could get a camera crew to film a series and they could put that shit on YouTube. And they could, it's not going to be the same amount of money, but at least they're controlling or they're in, they're getting all of the money that they could get. And it's not, somebody else doesn't have their own commercial interests in mind. They need to really think about the position that they're in and how vulnerable they are to being exploited and being used because this book, this book ain't it. And, you know, the people behind this book knew, they knew it was gonna, you know, be flying off the shelves, but at what cost? This man has two young children. And I just kind of, I think it's sad. I think all of this, when you strip it all down, it's sad. Because none of this would be the case if Diana was here. And then um, Harry said some comment about how if his mom didn't marry his dad, she would still be alive. But guess what, bitch? If your mom married someone else, you wouldn't be here. So <laughs> there's that. Your mom would be here, but you wouldn't be here. But... Um, I don't like to see this much of a public train wreck. It's very, it's uncomfortable for me. And I guess the only bright side 
is that hopefully Harry and Meghan will go away for a long time. I know that's wishful thinking, but I'm just, they really wore out their welcome and it's sad because everybody, I feel that Americans were really rooting for them because I'm moving here with such a fuck you to um, the UK. You know, a lot of people in England, they like to think that they're better than Americans. So we were on board with this fuck you to them. And now look, now he's just out here in these streets talking crazy, looking crazy. And I don't feel that it could be reformed. I don't feel that Harry could reform his image. The best chance he has at um, having a good, strong comeback and, and getting people in his favor again is to shut up four years and just for years i don't mean four years but i mean f-o-r years Sh shut up and go away for years but megan you know she gonna be putting out her podcast like they're gonna be doing their things but they really just need to kind of disappear because they just they they ruined everything they fumbled the ball you had people on your side and you turn people off of you on a global scale voluntarily because you are jealous, you are vengeful, you are bitter, you are angry. It's called therapy. And whatever therapy you got, it didn't work, Harry. You need a lot more. So thank you guys. <laughs> Um, sorry to y'all who don't give a shit about this, um, but god damn, these Harry and Meghan, one of the reasons why you're going to see them on social media and in the news is because I'm sorry, they, they are good for traffic. These MFers are good for traffic. Um, but anyways, love you guys, and I will record as soon as I can in the coming weeks if I have anything that I want to get on the mic about and as I said before email me your questions for our upcoming advice segment pvalleypodcast at gmail.com take care of yourself bye bye